Guideline First Look Guideline for Hand Hygiene by Lisa Croak The updated AORN Guideline for Hand Hygiene provides guidance on performing hand hygiene and surgical hand antisepsis to promote patient and healthcare personnel safety and decrease the risk of healthcare-associated infections. According to Karen Decay, AORN Senior Perioperative Practice Specialist and lead author of the guideline, hand hygiene is essential in the perioperative environment because of its fast pace and high task density. Quote, There are frequent encounters with patients, surroundings, and equipment, and if hand hygiene is not performed, it can lead to transfer of pathogens. End quote, she said. Quote, Surgical hand scrubs are important because of the risk of glove failure. Gloves are the second line of defense against spreading infection, and hand hygiene is the first. End quote. The guideline, which was last updated in 2016, will be available in the AORN eGuidelines Plus in June 2022. Fingernail and Hand Condition The section on fingernail and hand condition contains two new nail coating terms, nail lacquer and enhanced nail lacquer. Nail lacquer is a nail coating that is applied to the nail plate to improve attractiveness, for example, color, and strength, but not for the purpose of nail plate extension or augmentation. Enhanced nail lacquer is a nail coating that improves adhesion of the product to the nails and duration of the product. Quote, the term nail lacquer replaced the term nail polish because nail polish is a misnomer, no polishing occurs, end quote, Decay said. Quote, instead, the product composed of dissolved resins is applied and then dries to form a hard glossy coat or lacquer, end quote. Decay noted that examples of enhanced nail lacquer include ultraviolet gel, shellac, and dipped nails, and self-adhesive strips. Nail lacquer that is cracked can introduce the risk of pathogen transmission to patients. As such, a new recommendation was added in this section that healthcare organization-approved nail lacquer and enhanced nail lacquer worn by non-scrubbed personnel should not be chipped or cracked. Jewelry Two new recommendations were added in the jewelry section. The first is that healthcare organizations should implement policies on wearing jewelry in the perioperative setting for scrubbed and non-scrubbed staff members. As part of this recommendation, the guideline clarifies that scrubbed staff members should not wear jewelry on their hands and wrists. Quote, We know that wedding rings, watches, and fitness trackers are worn and may have sentimental value or other benefits, so we decided to add a new conditional recommendation related to these items, end quote, Decay said. This new recommendation is that the organization may determine if non-scrubbed staff members who are not performing a task requiring sterile technique can wear a ring, wristwatch, or fitness tracker made of smooth materials that does not have stones or adornments. Sinks, faucets, drains, and dispensers. The components needed to perform hand hygiene and surgical hand antisepsis were put into two new sections titled Sinks, Faucets, and Drains and 
towel and alcohol-based product dispensers. Decay indicated that this was done to allow for easier retrieval of information. The section on sinks, faucets, and drains contains new recommendations. Sinks for surgical hand scrub and hand hygiene that minimize the risk of hand contamination should be used. For example, hands-free sinks can decrease the risk of cross-contamination after hand hygiene. Decay also noted that there were several studies on bacterial growth and contamination with the use of electronic faucets. For example, sensor. Quote, We added a recommendation that as part of the facility's water pathogen plan, an interdisciplinary water management team should determine whether electronic faucets will be used, and if so, under what circumstances. End quote, she said. Quote, the guideline provides factors for consideration and evaluation. End quote. These factors include sink utilization, the water flow rate, the holding water temperature, the complexity and composition of internal components, and the location and volume of the mixing chamber. Quote, if splashing or dispersion of water can be minimized, there is less chance of bacterial growth and contamination on surrounding surfaces so the guideline also provides ways that facilities can minimize this. End quote, Decay said. Methods to minimize dispersal of potential waterborne pathogens from sinks, faucets, and drains to the surrounding environment should be implemented. These include 1. Installing splash guards and sinks with basins deep enough to minimize splashing. 2. Minimizing the surface area in contact with water. 3. Ensuring that there is adequate space between sinks and patients' sterile items and medication preparation. 4. Placing faucets in a way that they do not discharge directly above the drain. 5. Adjusting water pressure to decrease forceful discharge into the sink at maximum flow. And 6. Routinely cleaning sinks and surrounding areas. To prevent splashing, Water discharge from faucets should be angled away from the drain and not discharged directly into the drain. The water should be dispelled with moderate pressure when at maximum flow. Quote, there were several studies that identified that sink drains were reservoirs for nosocomial transmission of pseudomonas and outbreaks of multidrug-resistant organisms. End quote, Decay said. Quote, a recommendation was added in this update that indicates that a process for cleaning sink drains may be established. End quote. A conditional recommendation was added to the guidance to place alcohol-based hand hygiene product dispensers in convenient locations. It indicates that surgical hand rub and alcohol-based rub product dispensers may be placed inside ORs and procedure rooms. Product Evaluation A new recommendation was added in the Product Evaluation section that the interdisciplinary team may evaluate the irritant potential of hand hygiene products. A table that lists the irritant potential of antiseptics is included in the full guideline. Measurement of transepidermal water loss, defined as an insensible loss of water from the skin as a result of evaporation, in the absence of sweat, may be used when assessing the irritant potential of a product. 
Quote, a direct correlation has been found between the extent of skin damage and transepidermal water loss, end quote, Decay said. Quote, this new activity suggests that product selection teams should request information from antiseptic manufacturers on any studies done with their product using transepidermal water loss measurement. End quote. Conclusion According to Decay, one of the goals of this updated guideline is to provide healthcare organizations with guidance on how to write policies and procedures related to hand hygiene and surgical hand antisepsis. Quote, Ultimately, we would hope that by using this guideline, facilities can prevent transmission of pathogens and reduce healthcare-associated infections, which in the end results in greater healthcare personnel and patient safety. End quote. Decay concluded. Key new recommendations include those related to fingernail and hand condition, jewelry, sinks, faucets, and drains, and product evaluation.